Cool, bro. Um, all right, yeah, we're all we're all set up. I guess I guess today we could just kind of do like a little brainstorming session for uh, what we want this to look like. I mean, I don't really know um, too much more. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I think if we can just get our thoughts out as a way to hold ourselves accountable in what we want to do in the short term, in the long term, and also uh, just put some. Uh, be able to speak to some things that are going through our minds and make it make a possibility a reality. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. So I guess uh, I guess we could start by introducing ourselves a little bit. I'll, I guess um, I could go first. Um, we are. I guess I'll, I'll start with I'm Jeff Erickson. I'm here with my brother Matt. Um, I currently live out in San Diego, California. And um, I'm a financial broker, so I, I deal with in investments and insurance on the personal side. And um, yeah, Matt, I'll let you give a quick little rundown of what you're up to. Yeah, I, my name's Matt. I'm from uh, Boulder, Colorado, same with Jeff, and currently living in New York City and working in uh, debt capital markets here uh, at a bank. And I started about a few months ago, so still a lot to learn. And I think this process and this phase of life for us is all about learning and soaking in as much information as we can. So uh, doing that in the in the job and uh, outside and personal development, whatever it is, just trying to learn and absorb and get better. Yeah, dude, 100%. I, uh, I don't know, kind of like jumping into it, dude. I, I keep thinking of Nick Bear, bro. He's one of my favorite guys on Instagram right now. He runs Bear Performance Nutrition in uh, Austin, Texas. And his whole thing is like prove yourself right and like go one more. And um, that's something that's like really resonated with me because I've always like I've always wanted to live a big life. I've always wanted to achieve great things in my life. And um, I've always had really big goals. And um, I just keep on like repeating in my mind, like prove myself right, like prove to prove to me that I can achieve what I want to achieve and that I can live the life that I dream of. And um, I'm kind of getting that you're uh, you have similar thoughts. Would you say that's right? Absolutely. I think it, it started when we were young, just being able to prove ourselves right, go out, do, do things and build that confidence. And over time, we've been able to accomplish, a, 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 I don't know whether it's a decent amount, a good amount, a little amount, but we, we have, uh, we've had big goals and we have accomplished so far, um, uh, whatever measure it is in our own life, we have set out and accomplished that. And I think that just comes from what Nick Bear is saying and building that confidence. Because initially, everybody says, oh, prove, prove others wrong, prove yourself wrong. But I think when a big step for you and people in general is just when you start to build that confidence and say, I can do this, I am deserving of this, and just kind of getting into that mindset of, like living into your possibility. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Another, another reason, kind of like shifting topics here. Another reason why I like this whole idea of this podcast series, or just recording our thoughts, or um, whatever this ends up turning into, is just the whole idea of the compound effect of life, and the compound effect of relationships, and the compound effect of your habits. 
and how life kind of compounds on itself. So um, us kind of, as Matt was saying, holding each other accountable, it allows the compound process to start at a very young age. Uh, we're both, I'm 22, my brother's 23 years old. So we're, we're both still very young in the process. And we know that kind of building a, building a strong foundation early will allow us to have those massive returns come 10, 15, 20, 30, 40, 50 years down the road, whatever that is. Um, so that's another reason why I'm kind of fired up to do this is because, um, over time it's just going to turn into something pretty amazing. Yeah, I, I, I don't disagree with that, but for me, my main motivation with doing this is just being able to say like, it, uh, I, I guess a, a similar, a similar transition for me was the, when, when I get something in my mind, I kind of do everything I can until I get that done. And what's coming to mind right now is when we did 5,000 pull-ups that summer. Yeah. And initially that was just an idea. Nobody told it. Nobody told me to do it. Nobody, I it never came from a video or something like that. And it just kind of stuck with me for a few days until I was like, okay, like what would this actually look like? How would I do it? What are the steps I would need to take in order to do it? And then, like we chart, I charted out that Excel and said, "Okay, I'm going to do 5,000 pull-ups from here until August 1st." I believe it was around uh, 70 days, so it averaged around um, 70 pull-ups a day. We built up and started just knocking them out. Mm-hmm. And with this podcast, it just one of those things came to mind. Like, hey, wouldn't it be cool if we start a podcast? And but like everybody has that thought, like, oh we should just start a podcast, just (laughs) something chill. Like we'll just talk about whatever. And I think that's great. But I think the, what could be a main separator for us is if we hold each other accountable, which is just doing this every week, Mm -hmm. once a week, uh, for the year, it's gonna, whatever it turns into, we can say like, Hey, we did it. Like it was in our mind. It was a cool idea. It was something out in the world that, we thought about and we just made it happen on a material basis. Same goes with being a financial breaker in San Diego, working at a bank in New York, playing college sports, lifting, running habits. It's uh, the main separator is turning your turning the uh, figment of of your imagination into reality. And I think it, the main separator is just the execution in that and kind of sticking to it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I think I think you kind of noticed that early in life when you had some baseball success in high school, and you're like, "Man, like, where could this look like for me?" And you're mm-hmm. like, "Man, I, I want to play at the best academic school that I can." And you can say this in any words you want, but for my recollection, it was like for you, it was like, "I want to play at the best academic school I can. I want to play at the um, most highest like athletic form of competition that I can as well." And then once you kind of had that target in mind, you're like, "Okay." What does it look like to play at the Ivy Leagues? What does it look like to play at the top Ivy League at Yale? And then what do I have to do to get there? So would you like expand on uh, kind of that process a little bit in terms of achieving those those big goals early in your life? Absolutely. I think that when I when I started looking at schools and turned the, turned the imagination of playing college baseball into reality, it began with, okay, what do I want it to look like? And for me, it was, okay, I'm a... I'm a smart guy. I know that I'm pretty smart, but I don't know how good I am at baseball. 
And growing up, I was never the hardest thrower or anything like that. So it, it kind of was a self-limiting thought in that process. Like, oh, what college would want some some small lefty throwing 75 miles an hour? And then as I started looking at schools, I put together like a pretty impressive resume of outings and season stats and then that, that that imagination of playing at the highest level at the best school became a reality and then that that brought on its own challenges and its own circumstances and I'm not, I'm not playing baseball anymore so that was ultimately a, a goal that I didn't come to and, and I didn't succeed in but I, it did get me that far I uh, and I, I guess it did get me into like the Pac-12 as well, playing against uh, teams all over all over the country. So it is about turning that reality, uh, turning the imagination into a reality. Yeah, no, I I mean I think that's really cool, and um, I mean it's like almost like reverse engineering what it looks like to get there. Um, and one thing, yeah. I, yeah, one thing I really like too from. Uh, Ed Milet kind of going off of that is you kind of have your goal and you have what you want in mind and it's just like I don't know kind of like keeping the promises you make to yourself on mm -hmm. the actions it takes to get there right mm -hmm. so it's like consistently doing the actions and one thing that really stuck with me um, from Ed Milet, Ed Milet being a for um, one of the top entrepreneurs, one of the top business podcast hosts right now in America. And he says, get confidence from doing the actions, not from seeing the results. Right. right. So, and I think that kind of relates to this a little bit too. It's like, I don't know how many people are going to listen to this. It might just be us on the first episode. It might, might build into something where we're one of the top podcasts later, um, later down the road too. But I'm going to get confidence in this whole process of, I say I'm going to do something. I say I'm going to do something at least once a week. And through doing that, I'm going to get massive confidence, whether that's the results that are going to come that I want or whatever. Um, I'm just, yeah, just being able to do something that you say you're going to do um, builds a lot of self-confidence, a lot of self-belief. Right, right. I agree. And I think I was when we were in the very beginning process of thinking about starting a podcast, I started just like looking at different numbers and, I, I would have to double check it, but it would, I believe 97% of podcasts don't have more than two episodes. So if we can just <laughs> if we can just do this for three weeks, we are in the top three percent of people who've ever made a podcast. Yeah, and I don't know how how it filters beyond that, but if we if we just do 50 episodes, mm -hmm. just from us committing to doing 50 episodes we're going to be in probably the top one percent of all podcasts ever mm -hmm. not necessarily on on views or anything like that but on what we can control of just hey we're going to hit record and not really have any idea what's going to happen just kind of talk and and just see what happens but just commit to what we can commit to yeah yeah and over time like over time we're going to find our voice we're going to find our audience and um, I mean our lives are gonna grow too so I think we're I think we're never gonna run out of stuff to talk about um, just because I think we what's unique to us is we share a lot that 
is in common in terms of being very driven, um, having having our uh, lifting side to us, wanting to kind of max out our physical performance, um, having our spirituality, um, having our interests and in wanting to live like really cool lives and wanting to chase our goals. But um, we live on completely opposite sides of the United States. We're in completely opposite sides of finance. And um, we have some, I would say, we have a lot of like personality traits that are different as well. So um, while we have a lot of similarities, we have a lot of differences as well. And I think that could um, spur some interesting conversations, especially as uh, we continue this podcast, which is another reason why I'm looking forward to it. Um, And just like picking your brain, brother, I think, I think you're just a fascinating guy to talk to. And um, I mean, we've, we've, this isn't, this isn't the first thing we've started together either which is cool. <laughs> That's true. It's not, That's true. It's not like... last either. <laughs> yeah, right. And when, um, when I'm hearing like advice on like how to pick like your business partner, you never want to put all of your money into a business partner that you've never done business with. But with, with someone like Matt in my life, like I know how he responds to failure. I know how he responds to things not going his way. I know how to deal with him. And I know that like we've, we've had to go through other businesses in the past in middle school and high school, even um, where things haven't gone our way. So I already kind of have an ex, uh, ex, expectation and kind of like prior experience I can lean on. And um, I already know this is going to be a blast, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't, I wouldn't say I'm, I'm looking, I, I am looking forward to this, but I don't know if, if it's going to be, fun for me or I'm going to feel like it's an obligation or I'll, I don't know if I'll get anything out of it or will get anything out of it or anybody else will get anything out of it. But for now we just had that thought and we're, we're going to commit to the 50 episodes. Mm-hmm. And I think at, at bare minimum, the hearing from a bunch of just young 22 and 23 year olds, is going to have it's going to lean itself into a unique view Wh- wherever we end up taking this end up taking this podcast over the next 5 10 25 50 episodes there aren't a whole lot of 22 and 23 year old men who are just willing to talk and whether it it becomes more of like a a fitness whoop podcast or a a young men christian podcast or finance podcast or whatever it is i think we just kind of got to run with it and see what happens mm-hmm. yeah, yeah definitely yeah i think that, and i think the over the next i don't know how how long i think when we start to get that direction we can then reverse we can then start to build our goals around that direction and that's when we can reverse engineer how we do how we do the podcast, what it's going to look like. And maybe, maybe the podcast won't be anything more than just, Hey, I get to chat with my brother about things a little bit more intentional than how many beers I drank on Friday night. Like we'll see. Yeah, exactly. And I think one, one thing that'd be cool too is like, um, I don't know, maybe, maybe just like bringing other people in too. Cause we got some pretty cool friends. I mean, um, Matt in particular, he, he wouldn't say this, but he has one of the most impressive networks already coming coming and living in New York City, graduating from Yale with an economics degree, already in investment banking, um, 
already connected with some of the top guys in New York in his field. And I think we could really turn this into something that's like being able to bounce ideas off of other people too. Um, right. Yeah. And again, like telling them like, yeah, I don't know where this is going to go. I don't know where it's going to lead, but um, do you want to have a conversation about what we're talking about? We're just going to happen to record it. Um, we're just going to happen. Like we're asking you questions cause we're curious how their response is going to be. But uh, yeah, we're just happy to record it so other people could benefit from uh, their knowledge as well. Yeah, I, I think, uh, yeah, I, that's another thing. It, it could just be us, like, chatting with people mm-hmm. once, once a week, and they don't even listen to it. We, I don't think I'm going to go back and listen to what I said. <laughs> <laughs> it might get one view to make sure that we uploaded it to YouTube properly, but hey. Yeah. It'll be a good way to keep in touch with people if we if we decide to go that route, and we're just gonna play it by ear. Yeah, and I think of like two, um, and I don't even know if I've shared this with you, Matt. But I think of the frame of the veteran. Have you ever heard of that term as the frame of the veteran before? I've not. All right. So the whole idea is around what your eighty-five-year-old self would be thinking of yourself. So it's a way of just like um, looking at your life in a new perspective right so it's like you might be going through like some hard times like starting for me for example like starting up a business in the finance industry like obviously there's a lot of ups and downs and um it's tough like entrepreneurship's really hard but the frame of the veteran is what would your 85 year old self be looking at you and looking at your current life right like you'd be you'd be so fascinated by the struggles and the hardships of business and he's like oh man like do you remember like i remember when i had to eat peanut butter and jelly sandwiches every every lunch and i remember how hard business was and like what a grateful time it was to be struggling and to just be chasing your goals and um oh it says there's not enough available space on your file okay um so the recording has stopped at 18 minutes all right (laughs) 